0: I'm Richard Holmes, and this is a series of podcasts from the International Asset-Based Community Development Festival in Goa. Tim Muirhead is the director of Community Spirit Development Network. In his book, Finding Haran, he explores how to develop individual spirit in order to grow a sense of connectedness to the community. Tim, where did you start in your journey around community and your thinking about it?
1: Uh, To be honest... I was in London, uh, and I was actually working for Harrods in the toy department of Harrods. And I remember walking across the road, I was halfway across the road, heading for a bus, and I suddenly thought, I would like to do community work. And I had no idea what that meant. And two months later, there was a um, job advertised as a community worker at a gypsy site in England. And I thought, well, that sounds good. And so applied for it, and to my surprise, I got it. Um, it was paid below the poverty line, but uh, I, that was my start in community work. And, and, and then then I realised how much I didn't know about travellers, obviously, and about um, community work. And so I had to slowly be confronted by questions of how, of how community works with state, with individuals and, and all that sort of thing. So since then, I've been interested in how, does, how do we in community um, really uh, do the work of developing a human spirit. I mean, that, that language didn't come to me at the beginning, but it came to me many, many years later.
0: Could, can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by human spirit? So
1: for years, I've been struggling looking at all sorts of stuff, you know, economic development programs, uh, my work in social justice, you know, um, equity, etc. And I guess there's always this question of why. Why does this stuff matter? Um, And I think that, you know, I think the question of why is a wonderful human question. And I always kind of felt that there was this core that was in in the middle of why all these other practices might be important. Um, And basically, I looked up the word spirit in the dictionary. It was that simple. And... um, And... The word spirit means the breath of life and as soon as I saw that um, I thought that's what matters. It matters that us human human beings can breathe our spirit Um, because if we can't breathe our spirit we are like people drowning and communities full of drowning people are not going to be really functional communities.
0: Can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by communities of drowning people?
1: Well, well. firstly what I mean by communities is, um, I'm quite sort of specific in my meaning of communities, what I mean by communities is people's place of relationship. So my, even if you and I were in the same suburb, our communities would probably be very different. So my community is all those people who I feel myself to be in relationship with. That becomes strengthened as a community if it's connected. There is, you know, even though we live in, in an individualistic culture, there is all sorts of things that we can do as human beings together to support each other. But what if our spirit is choked as individuals? And if I can just go through what I said earlier. Um, for me, when our spirit is choked, we're like a person drowning, and a person drowning can think only of the next moment. They lash out at other people because they're sort of struggling. They lash out at other people, even pe- people are trying to help them. They always look for answers. They grasp at straws because they can't get air into their lungs, and they give in. Now, if we have communities where people are thinking only of the next moment rather than the bigger picture, where people are lashing out rather than reaching out, where people are um, looking for answers outside rather than within, and where people have ceased to care or given in. We don't have communities that have the capacity to get their own needs and aspirations met. Does that make sense? So so that in the work of developing community, I think the part we miss quite often is this work of individual developing of spirit. And, and we, we achieve that. The the key to achieving that, I think, is really genuinely paying attention to the person in front of us or the person within, but in community development terms, the person in front of us, Um, rather than paying attention to the funding guidelines, rather than paying attention to the program guidelines, rather than paying attention with what we think they need, actually pay attention to the person in front of us.
0: So, I guess in many ways, it's kind of thinking very on a human level about how we connect with each other. On a deeply
1: human level. It's, um, and seeing, you know, suspending our own judgments, suspending. There's a, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a church going Christian, but there's a lovely little um, theological kind of quote. When you get to the gates of heaven, you won't be asked, why were you not Jesus Christ? You'll be asked, why were you not yourself? And I think a lot of us are scared to be fully ourselves and I think our communities are massively enriched if we can give each other permission to be genuinely, deeply ourselves. And, and it's sometimes, sometimes if we put our community development enthusiasm ahead of our enthusiasm for the person in front of us, we can actually choke spirit even when we think we're building community.
0: Listening to Richard Holmes in conversation with Tim Muirhead at the International Asset-Based Community Development Festival. Are there things that you can think of that can help us as individuals develop our spirit and where what needs our attention? <clears throat>
1: um. So, so, firstly, you're absolutely right. It, it, I, I believe a, a person working in community needs to focus first on their own spirit. It's the classic thing of the um, the oxygen mask on the plane. You need to have your own oxygen mask in place before you help others. Um, and well, for me, the four principles of developing spirit apply. If I'm looking at myself, um, you know, and then this I sometimes do as I say, not as I do, but. Um, I need to fully pay attention to who I am and what I can be and what I can do. Um, I need need to fully pay attention to my own wisdom and my own actions and my own experience Um, because if I don't, I might start mimicking others rather than really deeply paying attention to who I am and what I have learned from my life second part though is I need to make sure I'm connected so I need to find the people around me who are going to nourish my spirit um, if I if I'm too and this, sometimes if I'm introverted that might be two or three people if I'm extroverted I might benefit from being amongst a hundred people but I need to connect in a way that develops my spirit third is to, is helping other possibilities emerge and the first part of that is actually dreaming of the world as I would love it to be, and then acting as I can make it so. That that is incredibly kind of spirit-developing stuff when we when we do that. The fourth, I think, we can only do together, um, and that's equity. So I think I really I, I need others around me uh, to, and I need I also need to make sure that I am not doing things that that damage the equal rights uh, and equal distribution of, uh, the equitable rights and equitable distribution of wealth. And I think we're in a very bad place around that at the moment.
0: So in, lo- in lots of ways, this is about us as individuals discovering who we are, discovering yep. our purpose. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're really big, deep questions for many people. Yeah. So how do we manage ourselves as we go through that process of figuring out who we are? Yeah. How do we create space in our lives to, um, to think and to be and to figure some of that stuff out
1: yeah I think um, I, I think it's such an important question and I think it's I, I, while there's a lot about sort of on the online world that I just love part of the problem has been a bombardment of information because it, like if it, it, go back to paying attention uh, there's a whole kind of diagram I, I um, have around this but I need to pay attention to my experience, what I have taken in from the world, rather than somebody else's experience. I need to pay attention to what I love to do, but importantly, I need to pay attention to my own wisdom, or some people might call it intuition. I've realised more recently because of reading scientific books about this, I think I'm talking about the limbic brain, that part of our brain that is intuitive. But there are two enemies of wisdom, and <laughs> there's, there's more but two enemies of wisdom worth talking about. One is busyness, because if we're really, really, really busy, we can't feel for the right answers that will emerge if we've got that time. And the second is a bombardment of answers. If I'm always listening to other people's answers rather than deeply looking for my own answers, then that's going to be difficult. Now, how, what mechanisms can I use? For some people, it'll be religion. For some people, it'll be quiet reflection and reading. For me, there's been a lot of counselling that has been very very important to me. and at this actual conference I realise I need to go back to get not so much counselling but coaching to, to almost give me an external locus of control to keep me focused on my wisdom rather than constantly getting drawn towards other people's stories of what's important in my life um, so it's a discipline I think and it's a discipline I'm not always good at um, but for me it is the richest place to be and if I'm If I'm constantly online or watching the telly, and you know, I'm pointing at myself here, um, I don't go to those really rich places of self-knowing and self-revelation that I think genuinely
0: empower me and make me strong. When you think about where you are now and the thinking that you've done, what advice would you give your younger self?
1: I, I would give myself the same advice then that I'd probably give to myself now it's all right, don't get too scared, you know, um, that, that actually it is really worth walking through the world as who you are fully rather than being scared of how the rest of the world will see that. Um, and so I think I would say you are a good person, you will make all sorts of mistakes and that won't stop you being a good person. Um, And so walk well and walk courageously
0: through this particular glimpse of the human experience that you're having. Tim, thanks so much for having a chat. Um, If people want to find out more, uh, where can they look up more information on the Community Spirit Development Network? So it's www.csdnetwork.com.au. You've been listening to Richard Holmes in conversation with Tim Muirhead, Director of the Community Spirit Development Network.